Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, this podcast is supposed to not only be about watching my mother deal with ALS, but also just my perspective as a caregiver and this particular part of it I'm not I'm I'm going to be honest with you I'm going to be honest I struggled with up until this very moment whether or not I wanted to share this and it's because I'm more concerned honestly about the way it makes me look but as I've stated quite a few times this podcast is truly about offering insight to some about the ALS disease itself, but mostly about being a caregiver and caring about caring for and caring about somebody that you love and somebody that's really close to you. So I'm going to share it because it may be the thing that helps somebody make a different decision. I'm not saying that I made a bad decision, but it's probably one of the, it is the biggest regret that I have on this journey. So the night before February 14th, like I said, you know, it was really difficult. There were a lot of people in and out. Not only did my mom have a caregiver, my dad had a caregiver. And so I was exhausted and my brother and I were not seeing eye to eye. I'm going to discuss that in a different episode. And so he did not want to have to be the caregiver on the weekends. And I don't know if it's right to disclose this, but I'm going to. He had been hired, if you will, to be a caregiver, meaning that he was being paid to do it. And so during this particular time, like I said, it's February, I own a tax office. And so I was working at the tax office. We're in peak season. This is, you know, early February. And so I had agreed to come and stay on Friday night against my better judgment because basically I was bringing a blow up mattress. Normally I would have either one or both kids with me because they just wanted to come with mom and we would be sleeping on that blow up mattress on the floor in the living room. And so I had had a long day. I had actually gotten there really, really late that Friday. And so I stayed the night and so I ended up staying a good portion of the day Saturday because 
Erica had gotten ill or something like that. And so she couldn't come. But my dad's caregiver was there, Jay. And so he had been, my brother had been discussing with him about possibly staying some to also watch my mom. He had been trained on how to suction and do all the fundamentals of the trach. And so, you know, I stayed as long as I could. Saturday, I hadn't been home. I hadn't eaten. And so it got about six o'clock. And I guess subconsciously, I knew this was going to be difficult for her because although we had been talking about it, it's one thing to discuss it. And it's another thing to actually do it. And so the decision was that Jay was going to stay the night with both her and my dad. And I remember telling her going back there and I laid, laid across her legs on her bed like I normally do when I'm talking to her. I said, okay, I'm, I'm going to get ready to go. And she shook her head, no. And I said, what do you mean, no? And she said, I don't want you to go. I said, mom, I said, I thought you were okay with, you know, because Jay had been there. He had been there the whole, he had been there before she even got back home. Because like I said, he was my dad's caregiver. And she had talked to my brother about it. And as far as I understood, it, it, she was okay with it. I definitely trusted Jay to look after her. He had been doing an excellent job, you know, with my dad. And like I said, he had been helping with her since she had been back home early January. And so, but she raised her hand just the little that she could. And she was like, I want you to stay is what she mouthed. And I was like, I had worked all day Friday. I had come straight there. And then I had stayed there longer than I expected on Saturday because Erica wasn't able to make it that morning. So I had been there, you know, basically almost 24 hours. And I said, I need to go home and rest. I said, I can't sleep on the the blood mattress tonight. And I think she eventually understood because she said, I, I said, I said, but listen, if you just can't take it, you know, I will come back. You know, that's what I said to her. And she said, I love you. She mouthed that to me. And I said, okay. I said, but I'm going to let you, you know, let Jay know, you know, if you just can't take it, you know, call me. I said, I'll come back. I said, they will at least allow me time to go home, use the bathroom and shower. But understand that that was the last time I looked into her eyes and that was the last time that I spoke to her because that following morning is the morning that she had that seizure. That The following morning was February 14th and so many sessions of therapy and I still feel horrible. I still feel so guilty. Like, I can't tell you. It just the pain in my heart when I replay that, because that's my last moment with her. Let, um, let me be, be clear. That's my last moment with her. And I think over and over again, should I have stayed? You know, my therapist says, well, no, because, you know, you had no business being there. You know, there was staff there, you know, there was only so much that you could do, but it's my mom. Like to me, no rules apply. But I would lie, I would be lying to not say that I was so exhausted, but I'd also be lying if I didn't say I wish, I wish I would have stayed that night. I never thought, even with her condition progressing, you know, she was still, like I said, she mouthed those things. I mean, she even raised her arm a little to point when she said, I want you to stay. You know, I never thought what happened would happen. I never thought that would be my last conversation with her. And I can't get that back. I can't get that back. And that's why it's so important for me to share this because, you know, I don't know who may listen to this and what decision they may be faced with. And again, I'm not saying that 
the decision I made was the wrong decision. But what I'm saying is, it is a decision that I regret. 